She ain't crushing my salad. It's your boy, Sink, your favorite new author, and we back for another episode of You're on the Mic with Sink. This is episode two of season two. Yeah, man. Um, I, I got a couple of topics for the day. Um, a lot of it's been brought on, actually, by me being at work and, you know, having a little downtime in between appointments and working from home. You know, you get to watch a little TV every now and then, and... I've been watching the show on um, Black Ink New York. Now, crazy as it may sound, you know, when the show first came out, I wasn't in the reality TV shows. I wasn't watching VH1, MTV and all that. So it's on Netflix right now. So I actually kind of I kind of like the show. Um, I think I'm on season three right now. I started off with season one, you know, you know, the order season one, two, three, you know, I think season four is on Netflix. So after season three, I'm going to head over to four. Um, and after I've been watching the show, you know, is led me to a couple of questions, you know what I'm saying? Basically, you know, after looking at the situation between Caesar and Duchess, um, if you already know how the story going to end, don't tell me, let me find out on Netflix, you know, so don't, don't. I figure I already know what's going to happen in the end when the season, when it's all over, you know, said and done. But let me let me experience it as if it was the first time. But anyway, so for the first topic that kind of came to mind, you know, what I'm saying, I was thinking. I want to know, can a man actually still feel like a man in his relationship if his woman is bringing more money in than him? <clears throat> As a married man who has a highly successful wife and me being successful in my own rights, I had to deal with this, you know, this little pondering situation myself before, you know. I mean, for me, it wasn't a big deal. Um, long story short, uh, if you was listening to episode one, you already know we got to count these. I love saying long story short. But anyway, long story short. Um, me and my wife, I've been a federal employee for 15 years now, different agencies, different things, different roles. I've done grocery store working at the commissary. Um, I worked as a cashier, as a stalker in the back or store worker, as they used to call it. Oh, I forgot what else they used to call it. Um, then I actually went on to DLA. Uh, which is Defense Logistics Agency, for those people who don't know how the government loves to use acronyms. Basically, they dealt with actually providing everything to the military and other government agencies that they need. Think of it as the motherfucking Walmart of the government. If you need to order something, it's more than likely going to get to you through DLA. And then not just the Walmart. I, I take it a step further than that. They kind of I put them all in line with Amazon because DLA also handles the shipping of your shit too. So not only do they they pack it up for you, they get it to you, they make sure it arrives on time within two days. That's bullshit. But they, they make sure they get to you. And like I said, they take care of all the government, all the armed forces and everything like that. So I actually worked at three different DLA agencies and maybe four. I started out at DLA 
distribution as a distribution process worker in a student program where they hired me because I was a college student. Um, as long as you was in college, you got to remain the job. Once you actually graduated with your degree, they hired you full time. Um, that position, basically, I was just working in a warehouse, pulling different material, fulfilling orders. Um, I left that after I graduated and went to DLA disposition. Disposition works at the end of the cycle when it comes to supply. They handle when you turn in your broke shit. Um, you say you don't need it no more. You turn it in DLA disposition. They destroy it, resell it, or stuff like that. And while I was with DLA disposition, quick quick backstory, they actually got absorbed by DLA distribution. So I became distribution again. Um, I left there after, I want to say, a year I really didn't like that position. That wasn't the funnest. Um, whereas the a previous position as the distribution process worker, I had fun working in the warehouse. We had little carts. We was riding in the, through the warehouse, picking stuff. That was fun. This position was more grimy, dirty work. Um, not that I don't mind getting my hands dirty. It was just I didn't like the management and all that stuff going on. It was no real leadership. It was it was, it was, was out of focus. Um, so I hurry up and got the hell up out of there. I ended up actually going to DLA Land and Maritime. Land and Maritime actually deals mostly with your shipyards. For those who knows what the shipyards are, though, the Navy has the yards where you work. They work on their ships and stuff like that. The submarines, all that. DLA Land and Maritime, they deal with that type of stuff. Strictly supplies for the Navy. And their ships, their submarines. Um, I didn't really get to deal with the land. I know they take care of some of the army stuff too, but I didn't see that where I was located. I stayed there for a good three years. Um, worked my way up to GS9, and then I actually went to DLA Aviation in Richmond. I got accepted into another one of their programs where you get hired at a certain grade point and they promote you all the way up to GS-11. Um, it was a great opportunity. I didn't make it through the program only because I was using DLA as income while I worked on my degrees for psychology and counseling and everything like that. So I was always looking and checking for the federal job um, where I could use my counseling stuff. Long story short, that's twice. A position opened up at the at the VA hospital that allowed me to use my mental health background. So I ended up leaving DLA Aviation before progressing through their program and maxing out at a GS-12, I think. So I actually took a little hit and I went back down to a GS-7. No. No, I went back to a, a GS-6. Six, seven. Nope, I'm sorry. I went back to a GS7 to get to the VA hospital where I worked as where I work as a site tech right now currently. Um I'm working my way back up, trying to get to a point where I can get a position where I can actually use my license to actual do the stuff I went to school for. Like right now I'm doing mental health stuff, but it's not a position where you use your license for. But it got me get my foot in the door. Okay. All the backstory out the way. Y'all know my whole government work history now. Here we go. 
my wife, she starts out, um, she works as a case manager for the community service boards. Um, she goes from Portsmouth, she goes to Suffolk. She gets burnt out. The case management position burns her out. And she kind of has this hint like, yo, I always think I should have did nursing. So she ends up going back to school, nursing, gets her RN. She graduates, becomes a nurse. She gets a hospital job. Out the gate, she crushing my salary. Don't get me wrong. She ain't crushing my salary a lot. But the salary difference became more than mine. And some men at that point, they kind of, might have felt some type of way. But the way we had it, it worked out perfectly. Because everywhere she went, her position, we used all of her money without taking anything from it. Hence, I took care of, I, well, I, I do. I take care of insurance and stuff like that. Health insurance out of my paycheck because the government has better benefits. So on paper, well, no, she actually makes more than that now. Fast forward, wife leaves the hospital. She gets hired into a manager position where she, where she just makes straight up more than me now. Like not more on paper and stuff like that. Like at first she made more than me bringing home but on paper i made more but now she actually just makes more than me like you put our paychecks in her salary is like nigga you down here nah I ain't, i'm just bullshit but yeah my baby makes more than me and as a man i i personally i didn't struggle with that i mean just because of our relationship um we a team and we joke around we say it all the time you know my money is her money her money is my money Long as the bills get paid for, our daughter's taken care of, our son taken care of when he gets here, our, our dog's taken care of, the mortgage is paid, I could give a fuck who makes the most. <laughs> um, I'd be pushing her like, yo, babe, you need to hit 100000 You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you know, I'll probably catch up one day once I get this license stuff straight. But as of right now, I don't mind it. It's not like she's you know, pulling all the work herself, you know, we a team, we, we operate as a team, we think as a team, we make decisions as a team. So as a man, I don't feel threatened by my wife making more than me. I'm proud. I tell her all the time, baby, I'm proud of you making more than me. You know what I'm saying? Especially where you started, because when we started, our pay gap differences were way different. Like I was way up here and she was somewhere down here. If I get it on camera. And she done caught up and passed daddy. And guess what? Daddy loves it. Guess what? Daddy gets to buy stuff on Amazon. Daddy gets to buy stuff for the house because he loves technology. So he always buys some smart switches, some smart bulbs, some fucking uh, smart speakers, TVs and all that shit. And guess what? I could not have done that without my wife making more than me. But at the same time, it doesn't bother me because we work as a team. And... I'm not threatened by it. So I think real as a man in a relationship, should you be threatened by it? If if your woman makes more than you? No, I don't. I don't, honestly don't think so. That's not the case at all, especially if you're a team. I mean, a team is a team. Sometimes, sometimes Kobe got hurt. I don't know who stepped up because I'm not a Lakers fan, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. A man should not be, a man shouldn't feel the type of way because his woman makes more than him. 
with the exception. If you just being a bum-ass nigga, you not contributing, you not doing nothing, you not working as a team, yes, you should feel some type of way. And you shouldn't feel some type of way towards your woman. You should feel some type of way towards your fucking self because you're a fucking bum. Any real man is going to contribute and take care of his house. And that don't necessarily have to mean you got the most money of the relationship, but you need to take care of your house. So if you ain't doing shit and you're not elevating your partner, yeah, you should feel some type of way. But on to the next topic. Let me see. Let me see what I wrote right here. Ah, uh, yes. Outgrowing friends. A lot of people don't want to hear this. It happens naturally, folks. And most of the time, it happens right around that 23 mark. In somewhere around 23, 24 to around 30, 31. Somewhere in between there, you realize that the people that was your best friends growing up, um, that you loved to party with and you grew up with, and you look back, you turn around, and, and they're not there no more. It happens. It's life. You shouldn't feel no type of way about it either, honestly. Um, sometimes you just outgrow one another. Sometimes you take different paths. Sometimes you get married and you got a friend that just stay happy sing, staying single all day life, you know. Um, not saying that you can't hang with them, but it don't feel the same. It's different. We can't have the same conversations no more. I can't relate. Um, my single friends, they complain. Well, I don't have any single friends, but back in the day, my single friends, they complain about this and this and that. I can't relate. I got a whole wife, bro. I, them, them issues not my issues no more. And at the same time, they can't relate to you. You can't you can't come complaining or, or you know throwing stuff at your your single friend about married stuff. Like they they don't know how to answer that. As, <laughs> they don't know how to respond. They don't know how to be genuine. They ain't been there, so they can't give you advice on it. And I wouldn't take advice from somebody that hasn't been there that all that or is isn't there now. That's just relationship advice one on one. Um, married people stay out of single people's business. Single people stay out of married people business. Um, outgrow your friends and and let's not let's move on past relationships. Sometimes you just outgrow your friends because one person takes a different path. Um. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe smoking weed, you know, again, drunk every night, you know what I'm saying? Going to the club is cool when you you 18, 21, but around 23, 24, 25, shit start to feel a little different. Not even that you necessarily feel older, but it just you, you some for some people it's like, yo, I can't do this every day. This 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 can't be what life is all about. And then for some other people, this is what life is all about. I love this. I can't get this up. And slowly you see yourself, you know what I'm saying? It start by, hey, you trying to go out? Nah, I'm going to chill, you know what I'm saying? And then you chill a little bit more, they, you know. And next thing you know, it'd be months before you actually hang out or hear from the person again. It's just a natural progression of life, man. It happens. Don't be mad. There's no reason to be mad at yourself. If some of your friends that was your friends back in the day, you look back, they not by your side no more. Hey, everybody can't grow with you. Some, some got to take their own path. So you shouldn't really necessarily feel any type of way because your friends 
ain't your friends. I mean, and don't get me wrong too. You're gonna have some friends that they're gonna grow with you. They're gonna stay with you. They're gonna move up with you. Those are the same ones um you know this grinding hard like you. All my married couple friends, we working. We grinding. We talking about investments and stuff like that. We talking about buying properties. We talking about goals. We can't have these conversations with not necessarily with the single person, but the person who mind frame ain't there yet. So that's how you outgrow those type of people. I'm not saying you got don't feel no type of way about it. Um, these things happen. It's just part of growing up. It's part of life. And sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you need to actually drop that friend in order for you to elevate yourself. And don't feel bad about it. I keep saying that because a lot of people feel bad about it. Like when they sit there and think about it, like, damn, me and such and such don't kick it no more. Or they be like, damn, I ain't talked to such and such in forever, yo. Don't dwell on that. Keep moving. If that relationship is truly something important to you, trust and believe, eventually it'll catch up. They'll catch back up. Something to happen. Elevate their mind. Y'all meet back up in the middle somewhere. But as for that, don't don't let the past hinder you and bring you down. Let's move on to my next topic. I'm giving out gems today. Oh, man. Last topic for today, man. I think. I might have another one. But every man ain't no king. Every woman ain't no queen. I say that because we see it all the time on social media. Elevate your king. Elevate your queen. Let's be real. Let's call it what it is. Everybody ain't no king. Everybody ain't no queen. Some people got to be the peasants, bro. Some some people, hey, if, if y'all into the whole African motherland thing, let, let's take it back to Egypt. I mean, you got Pharaoh and and I don't know what, what was the queen. I don't know what you call the lady Pharaohs, but yeah, you got them. But hey, you got the slaves, the workers. You got the you got the whipmasters. Everybody can't be no king, and everybody can't be no queen, and not. Not to say it negatively, but everybody don't have the mindset. Everybody can't grow into that mindset. Some people can grow. Don't get me wrong. Some people can start off as a, as a peasant and they grind it out and work hard. And they got that mindset, yo, I'm going to be the king or I'm going to be a queen. And they work to it. But in reality, everybody don't have that mindset. Everybody don't have that grind in them, which is sad. I mean, but it is what it is. All I can do is tell you that don't try to put nobody down though because they're not a king or queen i mean you can help uplift them but you can only help uplift them to so far they got to be able to put the work in for themselves so with that hey king hey queen <laughs> i'm bullshitting at this point um that topic was supposed to be a little bit deeper but yeah Think I'm gonna go ahead and call it quits for this video and this this episode right here. I mean, listen, I'm trying to get the season rolling, man. I need some feedback. Hit me up, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, shit, I even made a fucking TikTok. 
Leave me some comments, man. Let me know what y'all want to hear for the podcast, man. I thought about bringing on a host, but then I'm like, that sounds good and all and be fun to go back and forth with somebody. But at the same time, man, COVID is real out here. (laughs) COVID is real. I got a family protect. Um, Let me know what type of topics y'all want to hear, man. Um, Books. Y'all want to bring back interviews? I can definitely do interviews. If y'all like the interviews in the past, I can set them up virtually. Um, I'm only going to let so many people actually in my house, you know. Once again, COVID is real. I got to trust you 100%. And it's my circle real small. (laughs) Real small people that I allow in my house right now. But, yeah. But until next time, this is your boy Sink signing off. This has been another episode of You're on the Mic with Sink. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Continue to check out the show. Um, This season, it's just about growing and trying to find our way, man. I hope y'all stick around with me. Until next time, peace.